All right. Hello, everyone out there. I always like to say good morning, but you know what? In some parts of the world, it is not morning. So hello there. I have a question for you. In the past year, how many of your goals have you accomplished? Don't give away the answer. Don't answer yet. But we're going to talk about that today on episode 40 of the Coffee with Rhonda show. And we're going to talk about, you know, why are goals so darn hard to achieve? Let's get started. Welcome to the Coffee with Rhonda show where you are entering the stress-free leadership zone. What's in your cup? All right. So welcome, welcome to another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show. We're super excited that you're here and you're back with us. And today on the show, we're going to talk about those darn elusive goals. And I have an amazing panel that's going to be joining me for the discussion. So I'm so excited to be here. So before we move on, you guys know how this goes. We got a few housekeeping items to cover. So number one, If you're out there watching, tell us your name, tell us where you're watching from, and don't forget to tell us what's in your cup. Also, um, I have a big, huge ask. Don't forget to like and share the video, audio, podcast, wherever you're listening. Like it and share it because there is someone out there in your life that needs to hear this information also. Um, If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, they've got those little bells. You got to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And then finally, on podcast, we love, love, love five-star reviews. So my name is Rhonda Y. Williams, and I am your host for the show, and I am a recovering stressed out leader. That's right. That's me. And what I do today is I help uh, leaders and entrepreneurs decide that it is time to stop the madness and shift into the position where they are high performing, stress free leaders. So if you want any more information about that, you can visit my website at thestressfreeleaders.net. And now I'm going to move on. And before I do, I got to tell you all, I have my favorite cup. You know, every time I have this cup, I feel like war, right? I feel feel like a little bit. And so I've got um, decaffeinated coffee in my cup today with almond milk and ginger. So that's what's in my cup. So let's move on to our panel. I'm actually going to start with our guest today. Really excited to have him on. Tell Richard, say good morning to the folks out there. Tell us a little bit about you. And don't forget to tell us what you got in your cup. Okay. Um, Yeah, good morning. Uh, First, I'll say uh, I have coffee in my cup. Um, I I started to drink coffee maybe too much right now. Um, But uh, just a little bit about me. Um, I'm from Jamaica originally. And um, I was one of those people, uh, you know, growing up who wasn't supposed to be anything. But sometimes when you're in poverty, people look at you based on your immediate environment. And for a long time, I believed what they were telling me. Uh, you know, I went through high school, same mindset, you know, barely make it. Uh, I even got an opportunity to go to college in Jamaica. And But I like to tell people that I went to college on grace, you know, because when, you know, God sees something in you, he put the right people in your environment, you know, to, yeah. help you, to take you to that next level. So I went to college, literally see my way through. I uh, didn't get a job as a teacher because I went for physical education. And um, after that, you know, I went back home to my community. Someone thought I was a police officer. 
And believe it or not, I wasn't thinking about being a police officer. But I went and, and took the test the following day. I barely make it, you know, again, you know, you know, you know, God put the right people in the right space every time. And so I joined the police force. It's a great experience. And, and as I told Rhonda earlier, I would do, I would go back and if I should start my life over, I would join the police force again. It was a great experience. Uh, it gave me an opportunity to be a, a, a good role model and a positive example. And from there, I, I, uh, I got a scholarship to the United States. And from there, you know, things change. Uh, maybe, I don't know if it's the environment, uh, uh, but, you know, things change. I started to do well academically. I became the top student on campus, you know, so coming from someone who didn't pass in a subject to go to high school to become the top student on campus with the highest GPA as a student athlete, you know, and from there, things just take off. Um, graduated in three years and, um, finished my master's in one year. And, um, you know, then I went on to do different, publish a few books and stuff like that. And, you know, went on to start teaching and fell in love with teaching because it wasn't something on my list of things to do. And, you know, then I started my doctoral degree, um, like two semesters away. Wow. Uh, Congratulations. So, thank you. Ooh. Very cool. So we, we will soon be talking to Dr. Cross, y'all. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. We're really excited to have you here. So let's move on to our amazing co-host, Ms. Roz Jones. Start with you. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you got in your cup. Well, uh, well let me start with I have my cup first. Hi, I'm Roz. Had seen you guys since last week. Hope you had a good week. Uh, in my cup, I have my, look, let me see. I have peppermint tea with lemon, with lemon. And my cup uh, this month is dedicated to caregivers. As you know, I'm the owner and CEO of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers, where we provide four levels of specialized care here in the sunny state of Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, we do center homemaking companion, home health aid, and certified nursing assistant. You know my mantra, when you can't do it all, Give your call. Call. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Roz and, and Marae. Good evening. Good night to you out there. Tell them a little bit about it. Yeah, good morning to you guys. It's good evening for me. It's actually good morning now because it's past midnight. So it's uh, it's Sunday morning. So good morning to me. Um, you you remember me. I'm Mireille, based in Perth in Australia. I'm the greatness engineer. And I'm focused right now through the Emirate Telekima Global Leadership Organization, uh, focusing on helping people to become the best version of themselves and understand that, you know, they have greatness inside of them and they should step into their greatness and leave nothing on the table of life. And my background is in engineering. I'm an engineer by background, but as you can see, I've been able to shift in different direction but uh, for the sake of this show, it's the greatness engineer. Awesome. And I have my cup and uh, it's tea, green tea today. And uh, yeah, so I'm gonna enjoy it before going to bed later on. <laughs> awesome, thank you so much, Moray. So I'm really excited. So before we move on, in this show, we love, love, love our comments. So my sister is out there watching. Hello, Regina. Good morning to you. She's in San Antonio, Texas. Thank you for tuning in. And then we also have Michael out there who's tuning in from Russia. Hey, Michael, how are you? It's good to see you also. Rock'em, girl. Look at you. Are you getting me all excited and motivated, Michael? Thank you so much for tuning in. So, you know, as we talk about 
um, this show, uh, I was sharing with the panel that this a show like this about goals tends to cause you to look in the mirror just a little bit, right? So where are you with your goals and what's going on? So um, one of the reasons this conversation is important to me is because uh, I do a lot of work around uh, with leaders and helping them become stress-free. And I can tell you, there's nothing more stressful than setting a goal and not achieving it over and over and over. Okay, I'm gonna set it again. Oh, darn, I missed it again. Okay, this time I'm really gonna do it. Oh, shoot, I didn't make it this time, right? So we're gonna talk about that whole thing. And primarily, why are goals so darn hard to achieve? And how do we fix that, right? How do we get ourselves to the next level in terms of setting goals? So. I want to start there um, and I want to set the context a little bit with um, this conversation. You know, as uh, I was going through and uh, thinking about goals, there were some statistics out there that um, really are quite surprising. And when you think about goals and setting goals, um, it's not easy. Some of us uh, do a little bit better job than others, but you know what? For the most part, we just don't do um, a really good job with setting goals. And so the question for all of us is, do we want to become a statistic, right? Do we want to become a part of these statistics that basically say, you know what, if you set that goal, you're probably not going to make it. So let me share uh, this statistic for you, and then I'll get you all to react to these numbers and why goals are so darn hard to achieve. So I'll share this on the screen now. So when it comes to goals, the research and the studies out there say that approximately 80% of people never set goals for themselves. And then of that 20% that do, roughly 70% of them don't achieve the goals that they set. So when they package it all up together, they say only approximately 80% of 8% uh, of us actually achieve our goals. Eight, that's the number eight, right? 8% 8 of us, they, uh, they estimate, actually achieve the goals that we set. So I don't know about all of you, but that's a pretty darn stunning number, uh, especially for a society and a world that says that goals are everything, right? You've got to set goals. So why are goals so hard for us to achieve? And uh, Richard, you're, you're a bit of an expert in goals. So I'm going to come to you last on this one. So Roz, why are goals so darn hard to achieve? I think goals are so hard to achieve is because we take and put a time limit on everything. We put like hard timelines. And sometimes uh, instead of putting a hard timeline, just finish it when I can finish it. Now, some things do require a timeline. Don't don't get me wrong. You know, uh, if there's a, um, a you know, an, an, an expectation for a book or, you, you know, you have to get some type of medical or treatment, you know, whatever it is. Sometimes there is goals according to the situation. But sometimes, you know, for me, when I set a goal, then and if I don't make it, then I feel like a failure. So mm -hmm. I should have a goal. But, you know, the, to me, the, the timeline has to be adjusted or you know, make the timeline realistic, realistic, because sometimes when we don't achieve it within that time, emo emotionally, what does that do to us? So right. sometimes we put too much expectation on ourselves. And then we live through like we've, we've been talking about for a couple of weeks. We live through other people's expectations of us on when we're supposed to finish. Just like what Dr. Dr. Cross says. You know, someone wanting him to go to high school at a certain time, someone wanting him to go to college at a certain time and to finish this. 
maybe my process is different than your process. And I may, may need a little extra time to finish college. Some people do it in five years, some do, do it in 10, but you still achieve the goals that you want to achieve. You're not any less because you finished it, you know, in, in a longer period of time. Right. Some of us just have, have need more time to get through the process to get to the goal. Wow. Thank you, Roz. And, you know, it is something that all goals are individualized and unique to us. And it's important for us to get that. So, Murray, why are goals so darn hard to achieve? Why are researching researchers finding that approximately only 8% of us actually achieve our goals? Yeah, the statistics are actually quite scary. I mean, I didn't, I didn't realize it was that low. But I think for me, it's something deeper than that. It's just that, you know, when you set goals, you, you are required to change. And change is very scary. And so some people set goals, but they don't realize the extent to which they have to change. And when they realize it, they, they just don't want to be, you know, uh, get out of their comfort zone. So they just want to repeat and do the same. And they obviously don't accomplish their goals. So I think there's, uh, there's also the fact that, you know, we set goals, but we don't really realize, you know, what is going to require the change that, you know, those goals are going to require. And by the time, you know, we, 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 we look at it, we don't do anything and then we don't achieve those goals. And, and I think that's, that's one aspect. Mm -hmm. And I agree as well with, with Rose, the, you know, setting goals based on what people want to see in your life or just to look good, you know, in front of a certain audience you know, or in front of your parents or your friends or whoever you, you want to, um, to get the approval from. So I think that's, you know, those key aspects that are really one of, you know, what I see, you know, as a key reason not to, to be able to achieve our goals. Awesome. Thank you, Marae. I, I absolutely think that plays a factor because change is required. So distinguished voices out there and he's sending us love with all kinds of little fruits and, and happy faces. So, so thank you so much. You know, you're kind of making me hungry with all those little pieces of fruit. <laughs> so, so Richard, talk to us a little bit. How how come goals are so darn hard for us to achieve when we are all excited when we set them? Right? We get all excited. Rah, rah, I'm going to go to the gym five days this week. What's the problem well, with those goals? Well, you know, as uh, Roz and Muriel said, you know, um, we set goals. Uh, yes, we want to have a timeline, of course. Uh, but as uh, Muriel said, you know, you have to realize that you have to change. And if you are not willing to change, it's going to be hard for you to achieve the goal. And goals are not easy, as they have said. If it was easy, everybody would do it. So being that you have to change, being that you have to do things differently, you have to decide that, you know, am I going to stick to the plan to make sure I finish the goal? And, um, I, and I'm not so much into, like... Um, you know, specific goals. I've never really followed that um, theme, you know, smart goals and stuff like that. I set the goal and then I work towards it. I have goals that I haven't achieved because, you know, one of my goal is to empower 1 million black male students. So if I don't achieve it this year, I'm going to put it again out there for my goal. But there are goals that I've set for myself um, that I didn't even know that I could, but I discipline myself enough to apply myself to it. 
So this year I decided that I was going to write eight books, right? Um, I didn't know how I was going to write it. I've never done it before, but I realized I, I, I have a theme of, uh, you know, a procedure. So I followed that procedure and every month I was able to write between 15,000 to 20,000 words. And plus I was writing elsewhere. Um, so it's to discipline yourself enough because I have to stay up longer. Right. I have to get up earlier. Are you willing to do those things, you know, for the goals that you set for yourself? And it's not only, you know, for writing. And But for me, I believe I was already um, disciplined enough be, being that an athlete. So I transferred that discipline from being an athlete to everything that I do. So um, the skills that we have, they are transferable. So we just have to realize if I'm good at doing something right here, I can actually transfer that characteristics over here and mm. apply Wow. It's still not that easy, but you you know you have to go through the process because uh, as I like to tell people, I didn't get my scholarship uh, until six years after high school. A lot of people told me to stop training. You know, that takes a lot of discipline, but I wanted that scholarship, even though at one point I started to doubt it was possible. Hmm. But I, I kept training and I kept training for six years. And eventually, you know, I was able to get the scholarship. Wow. Uh, you know, so setting goals, uh, you have to go the extra mile. You have to be disciplined for one. Mm -hmm. And if you are a person that um, not able to do things on your own, you know, find an accountability partner, someone Ooh. who you respect, you know, not just anyone, but someone who you respect, you, you're going to do what you say you're going to do uh, if that person uh, holds you accountable. So, you well, know, you mentioned something, Richard, and I want to I want to build on this for a second because you mentioned a key piece in there that I think is really important, and that is um, confidence or belief in yes. yourself. And so I want to talk about that for a moment because what role does that play in whether or not? And before we do that, Dr. Carlina is out there enjoying this. Hi, Dr. Carlina, how are you? So great to see you this morning. Um, and then uh, we have her say she says no goals, no accomplishments to acknowledge. Right. And how does that make you feel? Wow. And so um, as we go through this process, what role does confidence play? And, and Roz, I'll come to you first. What role does confidence and belief play in whether or not you achieve your goal? You have to have a really good foundation to me with your beliefs. You have to have something, uh, you know, sustainable to stand on. So your beliefs your foundation helps your confidence. Now, if you have, as, as Dr. Ross and Mariah and all of us have said, if you have the wrong people around you, if you don't have the right accountability partners around you, then your belief system is, you know, you're going to kind of teeter-totter because then um, you'll start to doubt yourself who you are. I can't do it. But if you have a good accountability partner, if you have someone that is, you know, have their foot on your neck, then you know that you're going to achieve this. But if you have someone that's always saying, well, maybe you need to wait or, 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 or like they've done with Dr. Cross and, and the rest of us, you know, well, try something else. You know, uh, you know, from high school, you didn't go on to college. But again, you have to invest in yourself and your own confidence. Uh, one of the ladies that was on our, our uh, previous uh, show, she said, you cannot give from overwhelmed, you can only give from overflow. And so, and, 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 and the reason why I'm saying that is that 
our confidence we cannot give we cannot produce if we don't have some type of level of of confidence some type of level of faith that will hold our feet to the ground so we have to have the confidence we have to have that base we have to have something that's going to allow us to springboard into you know our goals into our 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 next level mm -hmm. so we got to have that we got to so, have that. so Roz if we need that foundation and that springboard so in um in one of my books probably two books ago I wrote about um confidence and confidence is generated from experience and success mm -hmm. and what you see goes well it's almost like a bank Right. And so you're making deposits each success. Mm -hmm. You deposit a little bit more. So you see your confidence account begin to grow. So but the question for, for me, Marae, is if you never set goals and you're not right, because they said 80 percent of people don't even set mm -hmm. goals. So if you're mm -hmm. not setting goals, then I'm not sure where that darn confidence is going to come from. Right. And you might find yourself in a perpetual state of feeling like you can't do things because you're not really doing what it takes to gain that experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because, I mean, if you don't set goals, I mean, you don't have control on anything because, uh, like we said, anybody can come and, you know, impose their goals on you. And by the time you realize, I mean, you just you're just not happy. You just don't amount to anything. So you really be and and I come back to. Uh, having a strong why, understand, you know, who you are and uh, what you're trying to, to accomplish by setting those goals, because that's really what's going to, you know, help you to be strong when people come and challenge you or when people mm -hmm. really, you know, start to say that you can't do it. So your why has to be strong. Mm -hmm. You have to have clarity on where you want to be and who you are. And, uh, and, and, and really, you know, um, put the effort like uh, dr cross was saying is that you know have have this discipline and have clear you know um steps that you know that you're gonna go through even if you know some of the steps are gonna fall you know through the process because it's not just you know a linear direction but at least have some idea of how you're gonna go there and what are the tools that you have and what you are missing and if you know if you know who you are you know exactly where are your gaps and you know where to you know how to uh, where to how to, why to reach out and how to um to 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 fill those gaps you know bringing somebody else to to maybe you know help you and so you you really need to know who you are and where you want to be. Right. And I think that's uh, that's the key thing in, in, in all of this. Otherwise, you know, you, you're just going to go from one hand to, uh, to another. Because sometimes, even when, you know, when you, you really believe in yourself and you know really what you want, even when people come and tell you that you can't do anything, you're so strong, things are so strong in your mind that, you know, it's actually a, a stimulus for you to continue and really achieve this goal. Absolutely. So that's, you have to work on yourself first. That's right. Um, Absolutely. So I love this one, Richard, as you uh, share, I'm going to share this on the screen as you talk, mm -hmm. because I want you to um, address that, but address this as well. If okay. you aim at nothing, you will hit it every single time. 
Right. Yeah. Michael Jordan, I, not Michael Jordan. I think it was, I can't remember. No, I, it might've been Kobe Bryant that said you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Right. Yeah, I think, so I think it's Michael Jordan. It. Michael Jordan said you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Uh, and that's mm -hmm. true. Uh, a lot of times, and I'm going to go back to the belief, um, but a lot of times, you know, we focus so much on the how. Mm -hmm. So we don't take the step. You know, we don't have to know how it's going to happen. You know, we just have to know this is what we want and we start mm -hmm. working towards it. Whatever you can do right now, do it. That's all it takes. Mm -hmm. There are things that you will learn in the process. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not going to know everything. And that's something that I, I, I learned over the years. You're never going to learn everything. I even mm -hmm. published a book. And then when I after I published a book, I realized that, you know, something else could have gone into a, a specific topic. Yeah. But we learn as we go on this process. And to go back to belief, you know, you have to believe in yourself. And, mm -hmm. and the belief builds the confidence. And I can tell you, I, even though I was good as a, a good athlete when I was in high school, you know, I would show up, I would perform. Uh, and, 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 and because I, was, I didn't believe in myself, mm -hmm. I didn't do well academically. But as soon as I have that shift, mm -hmm. as soon as I have that shift, things change, like 360. So um, once I start to see some form of success, I start to build into that. I start to nurture that success. Mm -hmm. And that nurturing helps me to become even more confident. And the more confident I become, the more I go out there and do other things that will challenge me. But, you know, we have to realize when once you have a win, you nurture it. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you celebrate it. And once you celebrate that win, you will only get, you know, you feel better about yourself. Mm -hmm. I want to start to feel good about yourself, man. The sky's the limit. I love that because it grows, right? It's like mm -hmm. having starting a fire with a small flame, and then yeah. you're just you're nurturing it and you're letting it grow until it's a big raging fire, right? And it's empowering you and it's motivating you to move forward. But as mm -hmm. we set these goals, I wonder you sort of touched on something um, that I'm wondering uh, is a, a important factor in why we don't. Um, achieve our goals. And that is, you know, are we, are we fearful, right? Are we, mm -hmm. are we fearful of number one failure? Mm -hmm. And number two, are we fearful that I don't know how to do this? So this sort of boggles my mind, even as I'm saying it a little bit, because I'm kind of like, well, I'm going to set a goal. But if I only set goals on the things I already know how to do, well, what fun is that? How, you know, how does that make a lot of sense? Mm -hmm. Right. So a part of, I think, setting goals is it requires a little bit of stretching. Mm -hmm. And as you are stretching, it gets a little scary because you mm -hmm. don't exactly know what's on the other side of that bubble when you step outside of your comfort zone. So we've talked a lot on this show about the comfort zone. And um, are we not setting goals? So Nikki's out there. Hey, good morning, says you must believe in yourself. And it depends on the people around you to fulfill your goals. Uh-oh, you're getting ready to take us down another track now because this is really important, the people around you. So uh, so I do wanna I, I do wanna talk about that too. So the fear of the goal, are we allowing that to block us and from moving forward because we don't know how to do it. We don't know when it's gonna happen. I don't know all the steps to write a book, right? And so you're fearful and so you're like, I'm just not gonna do it. I'm just gonna stay in my comfort zone. I don't. I have no business doing that. I don't know how to do it. Let me just say, when I started this show, I 
don't know how to have this show, <laughs> right? I had no idea. And honestly, I didn't, had no idea what I was doing. And it was only intended to be six or eight weeks or something. And at the end, then, you know, my two amazing co-hosts are like, why are we going to stop this? And I was like, well, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm figuring it out as I go along. So here we are now, three seasons later. So how does fear play into it? And then touch on what, if any of you, as I come to you, touch on what uh, the comment was, which is it depends on the people around you to fulfill your goals. And I like that. But then there's a part of me that goes, if I'm depending on people around me, then I don't have control. Right. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so let's let's sort of uh, start with you on this, Ross. Well, I I know for me recently, I was given really literally handed um, some business, and I got scared. I froze. I, I I didn't know how to handle it because it was so much, and it was different than how I was accustomed to getting business. And so because I didn't move correctly, I messed up. I messed up big time. And, and I had to come to the people and tell them I froze. I got scared. I did because one of the reasons was I started doubting myself. I started doubting my abilities. I started doubting. It wasn't anybody around me. It was me. And so the people gave it to me saying that I know you could do it, but I didn't put the right things in place to do it. So when we get our, when we have these expectations and goals, we got to put the right measures or systems in place so that we don't, and if we do freeze, then we may go to accountability partners and say, hey, I need help or go to somebody and say, I need help. I got this big project. I don't know what in the feasy I'm doing. So, you know, again, partly to what um, Ms. Diana is saying is that, yes, sometimes some of the people around us can help. But then other times, you know, you know that you have to be in, you know, in, in control of it because it's yours. It's yours. And so I was not accountable. So in, in that one area, I failed. But then I learned from that to say, hey, when you get something like this again, you have to have these measures in place because you can't do it. You know, no, how to say no one is an island. No one can stand alone. So I realized that I couldn't stand alone. I realized that I had to have help. I realized that when this type of situation comes again, these are the things I have to have in place because I got it, but I didn't move forward with it correctly. And how many of us are giving projects or giving things with more accountability, but then we get scared? Am I really ready for it? We start doubting ourselves. Have I been trained correctly? You know, uh, you know, have I done enough push-ups, sit-ups, and able to be able to, you know, run this race? So that's where, for me, I'm, I'm being transparent. That's where I failed in one area, but I learned from it. And now my processes are totally different now with my business within the last 45 days, only because of that one tweet. And then also, too, some of the people around you, let me say this. I've had to let people go in my circle because I'm going one way and they're going another way. So mm. sometimes people are only in your life for a season and it's okay. I can love you from a distance. I don't have to talk to you every day for you to be in my life. But at this point in my life, I can't have you pulling me back. Right. And I'm going to go forward. 
Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's awesome, Roz. And I love, there's a quote that I was reading um, not too long ago that um, there is no failure, only feedback, right? Mm, and so like everything that. that doesn't go your way is simply feedback. Okay, well, here's what mm. I need, right? I can make adjustments. I can do these things. So, you know, uh, distinguished uh, voices out there giving us thumbs up. I think he really enjoyed what you were sharing and the transparency, Roz, that you were sharing it with. And so as you move forward and, and Marae, this fear grips us. So now we got multiple factors happening, right? Mm -hmm. Fear happening and we've got people in our lives who may or may not be supportive of what we mm -hmm. think or where we think we're going and why we're going there. So how do, how do we deal with that? You know, it's, and uh, you know, when I was listening to Rose, it's, you know, it's actually, it starts with you. And uh, I, I still remember when, uh, you know, I started in the oil and gas industry back, you know, 25 years ago, being, you know, the only black woman, you know, uh, coming in, I started to find excuses because I was scared, you know, you know, I, I started mm -hmm. to start to start to find excuses when things were not, you know, going my way. Yes, it's because I'm black. Yes, it's because I'm a woman. Yes, it's because of this. And then I just realized, you know, uh, I'm here, you know, it, it's, there's a, there's a significance to that. If, you know, God sent me there is that, you know, I have, uh, I'm here because I can bring value. And as soon as I had this shift and this change of mindset, things started to change drastically. So the, the environment was the same. I was still challenged. I was still, you know, uh, put in question, not in the right, in the, not working on the right projects. But because I, I shifted, I started to, you know, create a different energy and, you know, started to get involved in those, uh, in those key projects and really starting to, you know, uh, take control, you know, mm -hmm. you know, take more initiative Absolutely. and, uh, you know, respond to the challenge because I was not, you know, a victim anymore because I came into it as uh, with a victim mentality. But as soon Ooh. as I realized, you know what, I'm in control, whatever people are saying, I have to, you know, keep going. If I have the potential, people have to see this potential. I have to create those values. If I'm not involved in, in, in those projects, I have to find those projects or create those, those projects so that I can keep going and have an impact in this, in this industry. And, and I think that's sometimes what, you know, the fear paralyzes us. And we, we, we're scared, we're scared of, of, of going forward. And we find all kinds of excuses to justify the fact that we're scared. And uh, so we really need to understand that, uh, you know, we are always in control. We decide, you know, the, the, the next step, you know, for us. And, uh, and we're gonna make, you know, wrong decisions at some mm -hmm. point. And, but it's not the end of the world. We made wrong decision. We review what didn't work, and we try to find out how to take another decision, a better decision, or bring people that we need to help us to go to this this next step and get that. things right. You know, so yeah. it's never it's never the end. It's it's always you know you always have the ability to review. And to set another, you know, uh, uh, go to another direction, mm -hmm. and uh, and and stop being fearful and paralyzed, 
uh, just take the other step, just do it. Like, you know, don't just do it. Just do it. <laughs> so and then whatever happened, happened, you know. <laughs> exactly. Just step out there and do it. You know, there's so many great things that really come to mind about, about mm -hmm. that. One of the quotes, of course, is failure isn't final. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like people think if they fail, I feel like they, they believe mm -hmm. that like if it's one more step and there's just a big black hole. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I take this step and I fail, I'm going into the abyss. Right. And mm -hmm. I'm never going to be seen or heard from again. But failure mm -hmm. isn't final. It's just. Mm -hmm. And then the, the other quote that comes to mind is from one of my favorite people, Abraham Hicks, who says you can't get it wrong because you never get it done. Right. Mm -hmm. We are on a journey. And so, Richard, talk about that journey and, and why people don't need to necessarily be, um, as Marae said, paralyzed by that fear. And then the people in your life, if they're supporting you, rah, rah, way to go. If they're not, move them out the way. Mm -hmm. Sorry, got places to be things to do. That's right. Um, you know, when I start reading success stories, right, uh, the people who have achieved greatly, I realize they have failed. You know, what we don't see or hear a lot about are their failures. Hmm. So we think they're perfect people. We think they don't make mistakes. We think, you know, everything go as they have planned. But the more you realize their journey, you realize that, you know, if you fail on your journey, it's just part of the journey. Uh, hmm. You know, as Ross said, you learn from the failure and continue. And as Morel said, you don't get paralyzed by your failure because, you know, or, or, or say, you know, it's just because I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the people who have achieved greatly, they have failed before they get to, you know, where we see and we, we looked at them as they are, you know, perfect people, but they're not. They have failures too. And, you know, I, you know, when it comes on to people and your environment and stuff like that, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, it's my goals. And, you know, if I'm not, period, I'm I'm not going to stall what I'm going to please nobody. Mm -hmm. You know, period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's either you like it or you don't. I'm, I, 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 you know, I used to to hold back, right? Mm -hmm. On, you know, because I, I, I don't want to say I'm outshining people or I don't want to have someone feel bad because I'm going to discipline myself to do something. I used to, but I realized that I was only holding myself back. Right. And the moment I realized that I was holding myself back from doing what I want to do because of how people are going to feel, mm -hmm. I stopped that completely. I could care less, you know, yeah. because if I don't achieve my goals. Who I'm going to have to sit with myself. That's right. right. And, 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 and you don't want to feel bad about the decisions that you did make, not because of you, but because you're trying to, you know, appease other people. And for you to live your best life, to make the most impact in this life, we have to do the things that we have in our hearts to do. And that will, 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 will cause us at times to, you know, disassociate ourselves from certain environment because if the environment is not feeding you, mm -hmm. if the environment is not empowering you, you know, how are you going to fulfill that goal, that obligation, that purpose that you're here for? And, you know, sometimes the people that can benefit are in those environment, but they don't realize it's you can't allow those who can't see what you're doing right. to stop you. You know, you have to, you know, decide that, you know what, 
as 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 Rhonda said, you have to love some people from a distance. Mm -hmm. That's just mm -hmm. how it is, you know. Because again, you don't want to feel bad about yourself for things that you didn't do that you know you can do. Wow. So, you know, if you know you can do it, and this is what you want to do, you have to do it. Some people will have to just catch up later, you know. Mm -hmm. And some people take time to see the vision. Some people have to actually see what you're doing before they can believe it. You know, because mm -hmm. you already have that vision in your mind. So I'm not going to, you know, you, you, I don't think you should stop doing what you already see. Right. Some people have to see it physically before they believe it. But when you have dreams, when you have that burning desire to do something and you already see what it can become, what that thing can become, you know, I, I don't think you should, should stop. Um, you know, <laughs> let people um, stop you from pursuing your goal. I will not. Right. And, you know, that's what I, I, I tell myself. Because I have to live with myself in the end, you know, I at the end that. of the journey. And, you know, I'm not going to, you don't want to feel bad about yourself mm -hmm. something that you didn't do. You see well, what I'm saying? Well, it's interesting to me also. So uh, Nikki says, well, the reason I say it depends on people around is if they're scared of the waves through the process of getting to your goal, they may let you down, but if strong to stand in the storm, then they can help you. Yeah, you've got those people that are gonna help you and those people that are gonna try to pull you back. And then Regina's out there, she's like, preach Dr. Cross, yes. So, so, you know, as we think about this, I think that may be one of the reasons our goals fail sometimes, because we set goals based on what we believe others expect of us and want us to do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we do that because we have a fear of judgment. Mm -hmm. right? Because, gosh, what are they going to say? If I don't do this, I'm not a good daughter. If I don't say this, I'm not a good sister. If I don't do this, I'm not a good leader. If I don't do this, I'm not a good whatever. Right. And so we create this. Um, world in our own mind is what we call like to call the stories we tell ourselves that if I don't do X, which is expected of me, then somehow I'm less than, then somehow I am not worthy. And that we have to release, right? We absolutely have to release that because is that person, if they can't see you for who you are and what you are and the value that you bring forward, um, then is it worth you investing all of your time and energy and caring about what they think? Right. Mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't really see it. Right. You've got to care enough about you. And as you said, uh, Richard, how you feel and what's important to you to let that drive you. Everything else mm -hmm. will come along or maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe they will never agree with what you're doing and always think you're crazy. Ross. Mm -hmm. But you know what, though, Rhonda, I'm 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 a tagging on what everybody else has been saying. I used to call, and, and they call it. I used to dummy down my credentials. I used to, you know, I used to when I would apply for a job, I would never say I had two masters. I, I would only say I had a high school diploma because, you know, a lot of times where I was applying, I didn't want them to say, "Oh, she knows all of this." So I devalued myself. I de I devalued myself because. You know, like you said, there was somebody there that probably needed me in another area. But because I dummied down, they put me in this other area when, when I should have been over here impacting someone. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like you said, you know, it's our fault. It's our fault that we do that because we were living through someone else's eyes of us, other people's expectations. But I did that for a long time because I was worried. What are people going to say about me? Because Roz is outspoken. What is people going to say about Roz? Because she has all these credentials. Are they going to treat me different? 
Am I going to be ostracized? Am I going to be judged? Am I going to be rejected? All of that was going on. So, so for me to avoid that, all that talking and all that hearsay, I just dummy down and fit in to get in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's wow. what I did. So I, I wanted to bring it up. A lot of us have done that. A lot of us have done that. Mm -hmm. I, I, oh, yeah. love that. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, most of us have done that. And yeah. because of that fear and, and that, you know, they say that everyone wants to feel like they're part of a community, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to. One of the greatest um, human senses that's innate in us is to feel a sense of belonging somewhere, mm -hmm. right? With someone, some group we want to be able to identify with and connect to. So uh, I think that's a really important point, um, Roz, that you bring is that we've got to do that. So um, we are about quarter to the hour. So I want to shift our conversation a little bit and let's really start to focus on some solutions for folks out there who might be having difficulty um, selling. If you're just tuning in, you're watching the Coffee with Rhonda show, we're talking about goals and, you know, why so many of us don't achieve our goals and how can we get better with this? How can we do better with, uh, with our goals? You know, one of the um, most important things I think about when setting goals and moving them forward is being clear mm -hmm. about your goal, right? So, so many of us are not clear Oh, I think I want to do this. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> right? What does that mean? What does it look like? What's it, you know, even me, I love the time frame. It doesn't have to be now and I will move it if I need to. Right. But I need to be clear about what it is I'm trying to do, because there's a, a thing in your mind with clarity. It gives you something to hold on to. Right. When you're not clear, it feels all loosey goosey and you're all over the place. And, you know, somebody says, well, you know what? I, I just oh, let's take this one because this is common. You know, I just want to earn enough to be comfortable. Well, what the heck does that mean? <laughs> How in the world do you define comfortable and comfortable for me and comfortable for you? It's different. Very, different. Very, very so different. Being clear about your goals. And, and being able to visualize them. So this might be a really good time. I'm going to play one minute of the segment. You all know um, Mel Robbins, right? Mm -hmm. She is one of mm -hmm. the people that have become a master motivator. And she does it grounded in, uh, in science and research, which is what I love. Well, she's got this one little piece. I'm only going to play about a minute of it. And if you guys want the rest of the video, I'm happy to share that um, in the comments. But I actually really loved... Um, this uh, this portion of this video that she did when she talked about um, achieving goals. So I'll play just a little bit of it. And so day one, I want you to go through all the goals that you set. And I want you every single day throughout the next 30 days, you're going to spend 30 seconds. Your dreams deserve 30 seconds, don't you think? You're going to close your eyes and you're going to visualize what does it look like in your life when you have achieved your monetary goals this year? How does it feel to go to the bank and see that balance? How does it feel to be able to write that check and take your kids to Disney World on money that you made? How does it feel to be able to rent your own place or put down a down payment for the house you've always dreamt of? How does it feel to be able to have saved enough money so you can quit the job that you hate and launch the business because you have achieved your goals. It feels darn good. That's how it feels. 
And I want you to just savor that because what you're doing when you visualize is you're reprogramming your reticular activating system, that system of neurons, that network that acts like a filter in your brain so that it's spotting opportunity, so that it is helping you see evidence that you are confident, that you are capable, that you can do this instead of all the garbage you think right now. Wow. You know, when I heard that, I thought, you know, this process of reprogramming is a powerful mm -hmm. one. So I'm going to just ask all of you, what are some strategies, things that people can do to begin to reprogram and get themselves on the track of consistently achieving the goals that they set? So, Raza, start with you. Like, I love that video by Mel and, and it's a longer video and she's got a lot more um, discussion in there about the reticular activating system, which is our internal brain filtering mm -hmm. system. Uh, so, you know, how do we start to reprogram so we can be more successful in achieving our goals? For me personally, just for me, I'm just only talking for me. I've started in the last six months, eight months doing affirmations, which is part of what she was talking about. Then I had to sit down and assess my personal self. Where are my gaps? Where am I running short? So wherever those gaps are, do I need a coach? Do I need an assistant? Do Where do I need help so that as I am, you know, reprogramming my mind, now I can really focus on, you know, what I need to accomplish because I can't create in chaos. Mm -hmm. I can't. I can't, I, I can't do it. I, I, I know that if things aren't, you know, in somewhat order for me, and this is me, some people can create in chaos. God knows, I, I, I God bless you. I can't. <laughs> I, it, it, it runs me crazy. Like I said, if I would show y'all this room, it's running me crazy because I got stuff everywhere. But the rest, the rest of the house is fine. But my office is like, I got to get order. Mm -hmm. So for me, part of it, I have to look at my spiritual part. I have to look at my, you know, everything around me to say, okay, I got to bring it all together as much as I can. I'm not successful every day. I, I, I slip, but I know for me just to set my ground in the morning, I get up early in the morning. I do my affirmations. I pray, you know, I, I get up and spend time with me. I... Uh -oh. Ross. I invest in me because, because again, like we, um, Cordelia said uh, about two weeks ago, I can't give from overwhelmed. I can only give from overflow. So if, if I'm confused, if I'm upset, then it, do, it doesn't help anybody else. Nobody on my team, my employees, nothing is going to go right because I am the head. Now we're going to make mistakes. But when I get myself grounded and, 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 and when I miss that, my whole day is funky. I can tell you that. But, but if when I'm consistent and if I have sown enough of those affirmations, sown those seeds, even on a bad day, I still can balance out. Mm. You have to sow those seeds into you. You have to invest so that when those days do come, you know, you can still, you know, you, you can still make it through the day. So that's that's what I've done for me. And then also to mm -hmm. you, I talk about the people I read. I, you know, I do something, but there's some things that I do daily. I do daily to make sure that, you know, I'm, you know, hopefully I'm going on the, you know, the right road. Now I, I'm not going to be perfect, but that's what I do. 
Awesome. Thank you, Roz. That That's really uh, wonderful. Really setting the, setting the tone and the intention. So Maria joined us. She said, hello. Hello, Maria. How are you? Great to see you um, out there this morning. Regina said reprogramming meditation, maybe um, mm-hmm. for a short time daily uh, would be uh, probably a good thing. And then Maria said, yep, that first 15 minutes of the day sets the tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really can be everything when you when you set an intention for the day. So Marae, what what thoughts do you have for folks? How do people begin to reprogram themselves so that they can be more consistent in achieving their goals? Well, one thing that I that really worked for me is to write those goals down. You know, mm-hmm. write those goals down and prioritize them because you know, sometimes we put all these goals and we we don't really know where to start. So we have to really have, I think have a, having a ranking helped me a lot so that, you know, I know what kind of energy I have to put in each single goal and have those, you know, even if, you know, it's, we talked about, you know, the time frame, but have some time, some type of milestone where you can review where you are, because that's important. It's one thing to set mm-hmm. those goals, but it's, it's another thing to really, you know, check that, you know, you're going in the right direction, even if, you know, uh, things, you know, especially, I mean, with, with the type of life that we have right now, it's very busy. So writing down things, you know, have things very visual, have them, you know, ranked and read them every day, uh, three or four times per day, and, and really think about those goals all the time so that, you know, you don't, you don't drift. Because mm-hmm. that's that's the problem sometimes with like you know, it's the beginning of the year, we all set those goals and then bing. I mean we put them in the in the cupboard and that's it. And at the end of the year we realize oh we've not done half of them and you know it's uh, it's gone. The year is gone. So it's we have to write them down, you know, really get uh, I would say intimate with them because mm-hmm. you know they have to become something that you think about, you know, every day, every time and, uh, and really guiding you. And so, I mean, other people are going to do affirmations or meditation. For me, it's really write it down, be able to see it. And uh, you also have, you know, the vision board, which is maybe mm-hmm. sometime for a long time, but writing down is more short term and then you can, you can do it all the time and you can rectify things easily mm-hmm. so that, you know, you, 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 you be able, but I think the key thing that, um, that's important is to be able to review those goals you right. know, at, at some point, because setting goals is, is not the big deal. It's really making sure that, you know, you're really traveling well and you're going in the right direction to accomplish those goals. And, and that's, that. uh, that's the key. That's the key thing for me. So, Marae, you are right on with me. I find, you know, it's interesting. I find that sometimes I will avoid... <laughs> All right, now we're being transparent here. Sometimes I will avoid writing down the goal because I'm thinking, do I really want to do this? Is this something I'm really going to commit to? You know, I've got all of this waffle going on, and so I won't write it down. I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. kind of a goal, kind of in the back of my mind. So I basically left myself an out, but I do know that when I really want to accomplish something, I absolutely have to write it down, and I have to be consistent. So I'm going to give you all a life hack, a goal hack, really quickly, on uh, building on what Marae said, and then, Richard, we're going to come to you. So 
If you want to write down your goals, you want to get more consistent with pro uh, progress, I want you to take a dry erase marker and I want you to write today's goal, not the big long term goal like I want to climb Mount Everest, just the goal of I want to walk around the block five for, for 10 minutes, right? The short term goal that you're going to accomplish today that is in support of that larger goal, take a dry erase marker and write it on your mirror. Today's goal. OK, write it on your mirror because you see it all the time. It's out there. It reminds you if you get distracted, if your day's busy, then when you find yourself, you'll see it. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, I'm, I need to make sure that by the end of the day um, I accomplish that. So that's just a, a quick little thing. And then Maria says, crucial thing is clean up your circle of friends of influence because uh, being among naysayers and mediocrity will never help you achieve your goal. Just just saying. Absolutely, Maria. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people some people have uh, you know a date of expiration. So you have to <laughs> make sure you check those dates. You know? <laughs> so, right, like we go shopping the milk expiration date, right? We're checking the expiration date of people in our circle. All right, y'all heard it straight from Maria. Check the expiration date. So all right, so tell us you know, um, things that you would recommend people do to reprogram themselves and move their goals forward. And then as this is our last round, um, also tell people, you know, if they want to learn more about what you do or how they can connect with you or whatever. Okay. Um, for me, I, I start writing down the goals, um, but I listen to motivational um, videos and affirmations like every day, every day. Um, very intentional because I do write every day. So, and writing is a part of my goal um, because I do write books and I do do motivation and I do teach. So I stay plugged into the information that is gonna keep me motivated. Um, gonna keep me in focus. They're gonna keep me empowered. So for me, I, um, I know what I want. And, and I think I'm like real set right now in regards to what I want to accomplish. So I know what I'm gonna do every single day. Uh, well, not everything, but I know there are a few things that I will do every single day because I write every day, I read every day, and I exercise every day. I don't change from those, and those things are aligned with what I want to accomplish. So, so have that clarity, as Rhonda said, you know, know what you want, because once you know what you want, it makes it easier to, to, to align yourself with what will help you to achieve um, those goals. So you want to know the goal. Um, so, and read things and listen to things that will help you to stay empowered, um, okay. to achieve, um, the goal that you have. Um, and the last part of what, what were you saying again? Oh yeah. So for the last part is tell people how they can connect with you okay. and learn more about the work that you're doing. Okay. Uh, you can, uh, they can connect with me on, um, Facebook, Richard A. Cross. Uh, they can also connect with me on, um, LinkedIn, you know, Richard A. Cross as well. And I'm also on, um, Instagram, which is Master Empowermentor. Um, so, you know, those are places that they can connect with me uh, if they want to learn more uh, about what I do because I do empowerment. Uh, my focus right now is mostly on Black men and Black male students uh, because that's one of the things that I do in college. I, 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 I My goal is to empower uh, Black male students to break the, those preconceived barriers. You know, they told us that what we can't do um, so I'm there now to let um, the, the black male students, especially 
No, it's not about the opinions of others. You know, it's what you decide that you want to accomplish because innately we have the ability. So it, it doesn't matter what society says. It doesn't matter those um, falsifications. It doesn't matter, matter what they have told us. You know, innately we have the ability. And that's what, you know, I'm here to remind um, people in a whole and especially our, our black men students. I love that. Thank you so much. And if you guys um, go on to LinkedIn, he posts some really um, encouraging and motivational, you know, quotes. I see those coming across all the time. And I'm always so inspired, especially when understanding how much you write. I love to write. Um, I wrote a book this year. Um, I wrote an ebook in um, three weeks which has probably been a record for me to write an ebook because I was so passionate that I needed to get this information out. Uh, and so I wrote that book and then I was like, whoo, I'll probably never do that again. But now I'm talking to you. Maybe I need to do it every other month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's possible. You know, once you once you've done it, um, once you can do it again. And and that's what I did uh, when I was uh, when I write the eight books, you know, uh, I did the first one and I said, you know, maybe I can do the second one. Although I have eight eight books on my my uh, for my goals this year because I didn't know that I was going to do it eight, you know, consecutively back to back. And then I did the second one. I said, hmm. And I did the third one and I did it in a shorter time. So I said, mm -hmm. maybe I can do it. I just continue. And uh, so I, when I reached eight, I said, you know what? I'm going to take a little break and maybe do two more before the year finishes. So I'll see how it goes. All right. Awesome. Very cool. That's so fantastic. I want to just wrap up with, you know, the strategy that I would give people is um, a strategy that I like to call class in terms of moving your goals forward. Um, the class, uh, the CLA um, is for clarity. And we talked about this a little bit. Um, if you don't know where you're going, then you're likely to not get there. Right. So mm -hmm. you got to figure out where are you going? What's this goal? What am I trying to accomplish? And don't forget to tap into your why through that process, because I look at your why as your source of fuel and motivation. If your why is based on what somebody else is ex expects, you're going to run out of gas pretty quickly. But if your why is really based on something that's important to you deep down, you end up with an endless renewable resource there to continue to power your journey. So that's the CLA in class. The two S's in class. Um, the, the first S in class is about shifting your identity. So whatever this is that you say you're trying to do, who do you need to become to do that? Right. And, and what I mean by that is what shift? needs to take place in you in order to make this happen. If I set a goal that I want to lose 50 pounds, but I don't say to myself that I am a healthy eater. I am a person who enjoys working out. I am. If I don't shift the identity of who I am, my likelihood of achieving that goal diminishes. Right. Because now I've created a big, huge disconnect in who I really am and this goal that I set. And the brain will try to protect you from that. You know, it does a lot of things. One of its primary functions is protected, protecting. And then the last S is shifting your behavior, right? So you've got to be clear on your goals. You've got to be, create a shift in your identity. And then you've got to shift your behavior. And as you're focusing on moving towards your goals, focus on the behavior. Don't focus so much on the big outcome that you're trying to achieve. You know, like Richard. The, out, the goal is to write eight books, but that's not what he focuses on every day. Every day he focuses on writing. 
That's the behavior that will get you to the long-term goal, right? So you don't need to think about climbing Mount Everest every day. My goodness, that would be overwhelming. Just simply focus on the little things that you need to do, the behaviors every day. And so that's a strategy that I call CLASS, C-L-A-S-S. So we're going to wrap up now. Gosh, we the hour goes so quickly. Um, I enjoy Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And Maria said that she loves the date of expiration. <laughs> Absolutely. Stamp everybody and stamp it right on their foreheads, Maria. So <laughs> if it expires, you know, you, you, you won't miss it. So as we wrap up for today, you know, uh, I we are always excited that you allow us to spend a little bit of time with you uh, on your, your day and your Saturday, whether that's the day or night. So um, the journey to stress-free and loving me is deeply personal, but it is very achievable. You get to decide. You get to choose. So we thank you for allowing you, us to come in and and helping you discover. Oh, we look. We get ready. Forget the post production shot. Got to hold it up. Got to get a big smile. Cheese. Awesome. That'll be our post production. Thank you, Rob, for reminding me. So thank you for allowing us to help you see the possibilities in leading and living and loving stress free. For my panel, stay tuned for a moment. For everybody else out there, we love you guys. We'll see you back here next week. Same time, same station. Thank you. Thank you for watching the Coffee with Rhonda show. Don't forget you can download a free ebook at stressfreeleader.com. And don't forget to share this podcast or video with someone in your life who might find it. Until next time.